Blog Talk Radio. On the wind, ancient voices and spirits sail. Every mark on this earth tells a tale. Every day that goes by without ever asking why you believe in your dreams. Oh, you're right. I believe in magic as I hold your hand. Close your eyes. Believe in magic. 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 Believe in magic. Hello, hello to all you beautiful earth angels, wherever and whenever you may be listening to this show across the entire globe. Today is Tuesday, September 6, 2021. And I am your host, Shishi O'Donnell, coming to you live from Los Angeles, California. I am a life, love, and relationship coach, divine lifestyle consultant, and certified angel therapy practitioner. And you are now listening to International Angels Network. We're a show that explores angels, healing, metaphysics, and other empowering topics. And we are a live call-in show. So give us a ring at 516-453-9162. That is 516-453-9162. You can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You will see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk website while we're live on the air. And make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to get a free mini reading on the second half of the show, and then you'll be in the queue. So today is a new moon, and this and the new moon, as you probably know, happens when the sun and moon go conjunct, so the <clears throat> the moon, they sit on top of one another, and the moon is pitch black, and that's a time when the moon goes inward, recharges its batteries, and it says, like, what am I going to focus on for the next cycle, and we do that with the moon. You know, it's a great time to ask these deep questions, take a little time to regroup and assess things. And this new moon is in Virgo, which is a sign of analysis and being grounded and practical and making sense of things. And it's a perfect time to meditate and contemplate on what's going on in your life. And you will get some practical guidance of how it's best to move forward. Um, It's a very good time to just take a deep, hard look at what's going on in your life, asking yourself those deep questions, and get a lot of empowering, inspiring answers. So they say the quality of your life depends upon the quality of questions that you're asking. I've heard that from Dr. John Martini. He was the first person I heard that from in his um, class called The Breakthrough Experience. I took that in 2007. That was where I was sitting next to one of the directors and producers of the movie The Secret. His name is Drew Harriet. And we ended up becoming friends, and I had a whole big dinner party of 45 people with him, and that was a beautiful synchronicity. So he he said, you know, if you really want to have some breakthroughs, you want to write down 100 questions that you have, and, um, you know, not just 
any question like why is the sky blue but like quality questions and then you will find like nature abhors a vacuum or it's sort of like this there's this empty space when you ask a question the universe will answer or god whatever you want to call it source prime creator will come and answer either directly like if you're doing automatic writing you can write what you're hearing or feeling or you'll find that through synchronicities or um, signs in the coming days you will have answers so some good questions are like getting in touch with your feelings like what am i feeling and why am I having these feelings? Like if it's feeling depressed, why do I feel depressed? And you can usually trace it back to an originating thought, you know, like you had fear of not being able to pay your rent or fear of not getting work um, or fear of catching COVID. (laughs) There's a lot of fears running rampant right now. And when you get clarity on that, you can change the questions to be more empowering. Like why, um, why am I not using my gifts and talents more in my job? So questions always lead to answers, and the answers, you know, bring up emotions, which drives your behavior. And then the behavior or the actions that you take determine your results, which becomes your reality or your real life. So if you're asking a question like, why does my job suck? <laughs> That's not a quality question. You'll probably answer it in your mind like, it's boring or something, or I don't get paid enough. And, and then the emotion with that is you feel stuck, uninspired, drained. And, and then the result is you're not choosing to do something else. You're just kind of feeling bad. And then you maybe might do something to feel good over the weekend, but you're back to the same job on Monday. So that, that gives you a poor quality answer and creates disempowering emotions. And from there you achieve poor results. So, if you wanted to flip that question into a better question or a higher quality question, it would be, would I prefer to find a way of enjoying this job or get a new job? And let's say the answer is I'd like a new job. And then you ask the second question, you know, what am I both good at and enjoy doing, which I'd love to get paid for. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm good at acting and I would love to work in theater or I'm good at sales, or I'm good at music, and then you, you know, ask the next question, what action can I take toward getting work in that industry? And let's just say some answers like, I could start by freelancing on the side, I could look to partner with someone more experienced, I could join specialist recruitment sites, look for jobs within my own company, pull on my network for advice and contacts, or take some new courses to learn new skills, And then the emotions are, you feel kind of more inspired. You say, I can see how this is possible. I have, you know, all these different ways to start this journey to a better new career. I feel a sense of control, clarity, inspiration, excitement. And I'll start by looking for specialist recruiters or, you know, um, booking agents or whatever it is, or signing up for a course. You think of action steps. And then the results are you're closer to making a change, to getting a career that you really like. So a quality question empowers you to generate quality results. So how many people, you often can hear people, you know, so many people calling to the show, like, why isn't my soulmate here? And why are all the good guys taken? So, um, you know, you hear that, or why are there no good guys or decent guys out there? And if you resign yourself to the answer, like, oh, they're all taken, and that's not a quality question. But what if you were to ask, what do I want in a partner? 
Where are those sorts of people to be found? These are examples of quality questions. How can I meet them? What can I do to make myself a good match for someone like that? And then, and then you have to take the action of actually, you know, going places or, um, you know, first you have that belief that it's possible that's already there, so that makes it possible because, of course, there are infinite possibilities. Disempowering emotions don't promote action. They provoke, promote avoidance. So, like, if you say, why, why are there no good guys because they're all taken, then you're avoiding that altogether. Quality questions generate empowering emotions which drive action, but you have to take the action. So some examples of quality questions would be like, how can I learn from this? How have other people succeeded? How can I break this down into manageable chunks? Who can I learn from or ask for advice? What, uh, where is the opportunity in this tough situation? How does this serve me? How does staying in my current situation, how is staying in this current situation a disservice to me? What would be the benefits of making a change? And, of course, the list goes on and on. And um, you can use that of question, answer, emotion, behavior, and results um, just to ask yourself those more quality questions and explore the results that you'd like to achieve. And you could also use it to understand where you weren't realizing maybe subconsciously you've been asking some poor quality questions and that has been delivering you poor results. So as some of you may have noticed, I have been on hiatus for a while, and it started when I was asking the question, which probably at that time was not a very empowering question. It was like, why is it so hard for me to lose weight? <laughs> and you, if you were listening in the early part of the year, January, February, March, April, I was talking about getting um, weight loss surgery, and I was so defeated because it's impossible for me to lose weight and blah, blah, blah. I had a lot of disempowering conversations around weight loss. So I had, I basically decided to take a month off of my normal environment, schedule, work, everything to go deep on this journey of seeing, like, is it really impossible for me to lose weight? And I found the answer was it's not. So I had a friend who I met 10 years ago and she ha I was teaching her daughter voice lessons for four years, and we've stayed friends since then. She's a healer, and she's always been very supportive with me. And she said, you know, I'd love to invite you to come up north to a month-long healing retreat with me. And she'd said that before, and I never really could make the time. So this time I realized, all right, it's now or never. I'm just going to make the time and go do it. It might not be logical, but I'm going to go. And I drove up north. I actually made a really fun adventure out of it. My, I have two sisters from Chicago. They flew out and we did, first we did a really decadent sisters trip. We went to so many beautiful places, Big Sur, Monterey, um, Napa Valley, and we um, stayed at really cool ho hotels and really ate at the best restaurants and drank a lot. And I just kind of was very decadent because I was like, I'm about to go on a month-long healing retreat. <laughs> And it was super fun. My sisters and I had a wonderful time together. And then I dropped them off at San Francisco Airport and carried on my journey up to Mount Shasta, which is about a 12-hour drive. So where my friend lives is this beautiful, beautiful home. And um, literally, I had a view from my bedroom of Mount Shasta. And there's something about this mountain. You know, people say it has Lemuria, which is 
an ancient civilization from 12,500 years ago, which is under the mountain kind of in a different dimension, which is, has all these beautiful high vibrational beings and it's this love-like community. And there's something magic. You can feel the vibration of the mountain and it started working on me very quickly on day one. I could feel just the energy of this mountain and everything is so quiet and beautiful and so much exquisite nature. And she had this gorgeous jacuzzi bathtub and <laughs> Um, I had my own beautiful, king-sized, comfortable bed. And we started with well, looking at how much emotions affect weight. And I wasn't aware just how deep this goes. Um, the day before I arrived was the day before the solstice. And then on the solstice, she had a gathering of some people from Mount Shasta, about 18 women. And we sat in the backyard with a beautiful fire pit and with a gorgeous view of the mountain. And it was such a beautiful ceremony to stay our intentions, which I said, you know, my intention is to um, release excess weight from my mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional energy bodies and do it in a way that's fun. Because every other time I've tried it, it's been like so hard and it's impossible and it's a struggle and it's suffering and it's a punishment, you know, because I screwed up eating too much Ben and Jerry's, now I have to suffer. And I wanted it to be... um, a different experience so I stated that intention and all the women kind of held that intention for me with me empowering me and I feel that starting of my journey with this beautiful ceremony was the perfect kickoff for what was a very life-changing month so I have not been disciplined ever in my life I've resisted discipline and Um, this is a key component toward making changes with your weight is bringing awareness, but also choosing to get up fairly early. You know, my friend knew I was starting from a very, you know, um, what's the word, non-structured kind of background. So she was, you know, at first it was like the first week, it's like whenever you get up naturally, and then the next week it's like get up at nine, and then the next week it's get up at eight. So it worked for me because it was gradual. But um, we did very much have scheduled routines. So she has these beautiful Chinese herbs that taste terrible. <laughs> you drink, you you know, put some hot water and drink them. It's spirulina and um, chaga and all kinds of herbs. And then I had a shake instead of coffee. Like I thought, oh, how am I going to give a coffee? I had the shake with cashew milk or oat milk with um what do you call it, Um, cacao, which has no sugar in it, a little bit of monk fruit sweetener, and then flaxseed, and um, I mean a bunch of things, probably like 15 things in there. And it was so nutrient-dense, and it tasted kind of like chocolate milk a little bit. It was really delicious, and I got used to starting with the day like that. And then we uh, decided no sugar, no no, um, carbs, basically. So, and she was making all my meals because that was one of my conversations. I can't do it. It's too hard. You know, I don't do it. I hate food preps. So she made it really easy for me. So we were doing, you know, cabbage and chicken and turkey burgers and um, beautiful vegetables, um, ginger, garlic, you know, it was very flavorful and delicious. And you know, I wasn't having terrible cravings. There was only one time, and I'll tell you about that when I had a lot of really bad cravings. 
So she also asked me to stop with the social media and the, and the phone for a while so I could be going within. So after the shake, I would do a meditation, you know, deep breathing three times a day. Um, one is breathing in the grand central sunlight into my crown chakra and pushing out anything that's not love and light through the entire body, deep, deep breathing and exhaling while bringing up the energy from Mother Earth. And then there's one technique called alternate nostril breathing where you put your um, thumb over one nostril and your um, index finger over the other one and you breathe in and then close it and do the other one for a while. And it's all about um, getting control over the monkey mind. And I saw how much I'm very much a Gemini. I'm very mental and, you know, just like in my mind a lot. And the whole thing, the mind is what says, oh, don't worry about it. You can just have this sugar cereal. It's not going to be a big deal. And, or, you know, you're in a hurry. Just have a caramel macchiato. What's one more sugar and dairy thing? It's not going to kill you. The mind is the one that talks you into that. So if you have control over the mind, that helps. And then um, we did work. It was probably it's supposed to be a retreat. You know, it was a lot of work in that it was emotional work. So when I started out by saying I saw how much my emotions, it's my weight, one of my homework assignments was make a list of all the things you don't like about yourself or, or that you feel guilty about or that you wish you hadn't done. And, you know, and I was thinking, well, first you just said make a list of all, the thing, all your character flaws or things you don't like about yourself. And I was like thinking this is going to take like five minutes. I mean, I pretty much like myself. At first I was thinking, she goes, this should take about four hours. <laughs> And I was like, four hours? How is it going to take four hours? So once I started journaling, it was like the floodgates opened. And not only was it things I've been judging about myself and not like about myself, but it was experiences from the past that were painful that were coming up. Like, for example, this might be a dumb one, but I was remembering at age 12 that I had this voice teacher I loved, and she had this um, bowl of Hershey's Kisses right by the door. and when I was leaving, she was on the phone when I was leaving, and I took a handful and put it in my pocket of my jacket. I was thinking, well, they're there for everyone. I'm sure she wants me to have them. And she came up to me right before I was leaving and put her hand in there and put the Hershey's Kisses that she was giving me in the same pocket that I already had a bunch in there. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed and so ashamed. And I had this, you know feeling of just shame I've been carrying around since age 12. I don't know if it registered that she knew I had a whole handful and took them without asking or if she didn't even register or care and I just took that on but it was little things stealing quarter um, silver dollars from my mom's jewelry box and using them at the candy shop you know finding out later each one was worth $25 and I'm spending them on like lemon heads and stupid stuff with my friends. I'm laughing, but, you know, the shame that I felt when I got caught with that. So there were so much negative experiences, which I had guilt and shame over that I judged myself for, and sexual things and um, just lack of integrity things, using when I was in a musical my senior year, um, I was using the sports coach phone to call my friend who was in, like, uh, you know, six hour away town in Illinois uh, that I had met at art camp and I made like 30 phone calls from there. And he had basically called everyone in the musical out and said, who used my personal phone to make calls to, I think it was Peoria or, or somewhere Illinois. 
and my face was like bright red and I had to admit it. So all the, you know, we have so many things happen to us from childhood that cause these emotions of whether it's judgment from others or sometimes the more damaging thing can be judgment of ourselves, that we're a bad person, that we're, you know, shameful, or if people were shaming us, you know, being raised in a Catholic family with extremely strict parents and extremely strict school system that was nuns, you know, I had so many memories of shame, guilt, fear, just in my body. So they're all stored and in ourselves. So every, so after I made this huge freaking never ending list, um, I'm like, I'm done finally, you know, and it took a while and I cried and I, you know, I went through the emotions. I felt sick to my stomach at myself. I, I, I was surprised it took four hours. And then the next day, I was thinking, oh, good, we're just going to, you know, let all this go. And she's like, now I want you to do part two, which is you go through each of those moments again. And I was like, no. And I want you to say this while you're looking in a mirror. And she gave me this hot pink mirror because she knows hot pink is my favorite color. It's like a mirror with a handle. And she said, I want you to look into this mirror, feel those feelings of how you felt in about that judgment of yourself or something that happened that you felt shame or guilt or something negative that happened that you've been carrying. And I want you to look in the mirror and connect with that part of you and say, um, you know, this happened when I was 12 and that is my 12 year old self that experienced that this, I allow my, I am that I am presence to be with me now and in this moment in the past. And so the I am, that I am, is our divinity and connecting with that part of ourselves and allowing our God self to dissolve, heal, and disintegrate that maybe, you know, crystallized memory or judgment that's now in my body that frees it and heals it. And I released so much. It took so long, I can't tell you, and I cried so much looking at myself you know, to allow I am that I am to be with me now and in this moment and um, and in that moment in the past so through, e- through each of those things. So um, then she did a beautiful ceremony like a shaman with a rattle and I put each one of those pages, I mean, it literally I went through an entire notebook. It was just full. And I put all the pages into the fire and I felt and saw those things just leaving me. And so about, I realized that a lot of my weight was emotional weight. And then also the empath thing of being someone who feels other people's pain and taking it on, that has been a common theme for me too. So I felt a lot of those things of, um, and realized I don't have to take those on in my body that I can, be here as um, I, I don't have to empathize and take on everyone's stuff that I should be releasing after each of my readings and coachings. I'm not supposed to be taking that on. So that's another part of my way. It's not just eating bad foods, you know, so I had these realizations. So um, released after, you know, I spent tons of time quiet in nature, no phone. Um, the one time I had a craving, I took the phone. She's like, well, if you want to use your phone to, yeah, I would talk to, honestly, I did use the phone, you know, in the morning and the evening to say good morning and good night to my boyfriend because we missed each other so much. 
And I took it um, a few naturey places to take pictures, but I was like staying away from Facebook and Instagram for most of the time. Now, on the 4th of July, and I was going to these beautiful lakes. I mean, there's so much beautiful nature. And she was helping me be more present and move slower and be in my body and touch the leaves like they're my lover and touch the trees and touch the water and the grass and connect with the earth, which is something in all L.A. that was really missing for me. So at the end of the month, I had lost, I lost 20 pounds. So it was a miracle. It was like, oh, my God, I lost 20 pounds. And I wasn't that hungry. The only time I had a major craving was when I was back on social media and something triggered fear in me. I think it was something about COVID and da, 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 da. And I felt these pangs of starvation. Like uh, I was just like, oh, my God, what's happening? I've been so in this beautiful cocooned bubble of oneness with God and this healing journey, and all of a sudden allowing that outside energy of all these other people's anger and fear and, you know, sometimes it's cute puppies, but a lot of Instagram, Facebook, Facebook particularly can be scary articles. So I allowed that outside energy to come in and grab me, and it triggered me, and I moved through it. I didn't eat anything that I wasn't supposed to. So I get home after not seeing my boyfriend for five full weeks. He comes over the first night I get home. And we missed each other so much. The next day he tells me he thinks he has a sinus headache. Anyways, turns out the day I get back from COVID, I mean, got back from Mount Shasta, I got COVID. The very, like, he had it first, and then I got it, like, three or four days later. And I went through absolute hell. I mean, I tried to heal. And I was on all these incredibly beautiful supplements, too, you know, not just the herbs, but every supplement that all the extras were saying you're supposed to be taking for prevention. You know, I was trying to get my immune system as ramped up as possible, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, Q-sertin, I think I'm pronouncing that wrong, you know, B-complex, and um, NAC, vitamin K. I mean, so many vitamins, probably like 20. And I was also taking ivermectin as a preventative. And so I, I got covid and it was hell. I was fighting it for 11 days by myself and just pretty sure it was going to go away by itself. And then my oxygen was 88. So I went to emergency room and I was in the, I was in, um, the hospital for five days and I barely made it. I, I, my boyfriend didn't tell me this till later, but he had called and said, is she going to be okay? And the doctor said, we don't know. It's kind of up to her if she can keep sleeping on her stomach and her side. But yeah, it's bad. And he didn't tell me that. The doctor didn't tell me that. They were, you know, but I was touch and go for a while. And it was a terrifying experience. And I did question everything. I was just like, if I died right now, would I have fulfilled my life purpose? You know, if I went to, ha you know, the other side, would God say great job? Or would he say, oh, you screwed, you know, you didn't really fulfill what you said you're going to do, but it wasn't that bad. And I was questioning, like, <clears throat> I don't feel complete. You know, I don't I have a lot more to do. And I had shared on Facebook that I was in the hospital um, with a video of my room because it was just this tiny little room with plastic that had a zipper and a really loud suction thing. And I was on oxygen, 10 liters the first couple days. And they weaned me down and eventually sent me home with some oxygen. And it took me a full month to get better. And I'm finally better, thank God. But when I asked those questions, like, <laughs> did I fulfill my purpose, you know, um, I had such an outpouring of beautiful responses from people who were praying for me, you know, so many people, even people I barely knew, just sending me such well wishes and saying how much I helped them or changed their life or touched them. 
And I've been in L.A. for 20 years, and I was thinking, you know, I have no assets. I have nothing to really show for it, you know. And I was kind of measuring myself from the eyes of the world. But what I felt and saw and really got a strong message was that my actions and I have been of service and I have touched a lot of people in this world, in this at least, yeah, in this world, by just who I am and uh, my teaching, my spiritual teaching and my coaching, my readings and my friends, you know, had so many gatherings and birthday parties and so many events to celebrate life and to celebrate everyone. So the message I really got was that I, there is a great ripple effect I'm not aware of for my life and it did move me very deeply and honestly, I feel that was an initiation, a near-death initiation, and I feel back more inspired, stronger than ever to just be of service and help people to move through this. There's so much fear right now and anxiety on the earth, and I'm here to help. You know, I want to help people to release, help release from the effects of fear that is so prevalent um, and to get clarity about who, you know, life purpose and moving forward with an action plan. And that's how I do my coaching. I do have an angel circle the first Tuesday of the month, which is online still because of COVID. But um, if you'd like to join that, it's like a light worker support group where I help people increase intuition and we give readings for each other. And that's tomorrow, Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. If you'd like to attend, it's only $11.11, 11.11, my favorite number. You can send a PayPal to paypal.me forward slash angel shishi, S-H-E-S-H-E. PayPal.me forward slash angel shishi for 1111, and I'll send you the link with the Zoom to join us. Listen to International Angels Network, where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and much more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live on the air. If you're not able to join us live, you can catch the archived podcasts on Apple Music, Pinterest, Potable, Player FM, and Pod, Podtail, Podchaser, CastBox, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. <laughs> we're also on YouTube Live, and we're on Spotify. Yeah, I forgot. So go to YouTube, search International Angels Network, and make sure and subscribe and tick, click, click the bell icon to get notifications. Um, Spotify, you can follow us, International Angels Network. So give us a ring at 516-453-9162. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak with me or call in with specific questions for mini readings from me. And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. I'm Shishi O'Donnell. I love empowering people through my one-on-one Divine Life Coaching Program. If you're going through a transition in life, whether it's work, relationships, any other area, please contact me for a complimentary 30-minute coaching discovery call where I can help offer solutions and support to help you live a life that you love that is in alignment with your soul. Please text or call 323-251-1955, 323-251-1955, and I'd be happy to help you and see if we're a good fit to work together. I also love helping people to connect with their angels and guides and get peace of mind through my angel readings. For info on readings, events, please visit my website, liveadivinelife.com, or you can follow or friend me on social media. I'm Shishi O'Donnell on Facebook or Angel Shishi on Instagram. 
If you appreciate my work here and would like to support through a love donation, you can do so at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash angel shishi. So it is time for calls. So let's see who is here. We have Kali from Virginia. Are you there, Kali? Or hey. Kaylee. Hi. Khalil. How do I pronounce you? Oh, Khalil. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? How's it going? I'm good. Pretty good. Um, pretty good. I what have, can I help you with? Uh, can I ask two questions, or do you want me to narrow down to one? Yeah, you can ask two. What's your first question? Um, first, first, I was wondering if I'll ever be down in L.A. because my um, a couple of people. I uh, have been to L.A., and uh, I know them very well. They're pretty good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. That's the first question. Um, well, the really, first question um, is, w- will you ever be in L.A.? That's your question? Yeah, in 2022. Okay. And All right, so to answer that question, like that is a question that only you know because you get to decide to come to L.A. or not. But the card right. I pulled on it is Passion. Trust and follow your renewed passion in your love life and career. So if you feel passionate or you feel excited when you think about coming to L.A., then um, absolutely come here. Because where are you? You're in Virginia? Yeah, I'm in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. So what is stopping you from visiting L.A.? Well, see, I don't have a driver's license. I don't drive. And... um, Okay. It's going to be a long drive from Charlottesville, and i got to get someone else, one of my friends who drives. Right. So what's stopping you is just having some conversations where you literally make an action. You say, hey, do you want to drive to L.A. with me? Or um, if you don't have your driver's license, maybe get your driver's license or, you know, get a plane ticket. You know, these are things you can save for, you, you can choose to do. But if you feel passionate and excited about that, that would probably mean your intuition is calling you to go there for some reason. There's probably synchronicities that are waiting there to help open doors for you or for the next part of your life. Are you wanting right. to stay in Virginia and live there, or are you wanting to go somewhere else, like L.A.? I'm just wanting to go for a vacation. A vacation. Okay. Well, that's a choice you can choose. Choose to take a vacation. So what's your second right. um, question? I I was um, at this place that's in Charlottesville called the X Building, mm-hmm. and um, it has, like, a lot of art and, like, restaurants and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I met this woman that she worked for, like, um, a federal agency. And mm-hmm. I was just wondering, mm-hmm. um, I was just wondering if, um, if I ever see her again and also if um, what I, what was happening that time, like, if um, she remembers me and, like, if we were eating or if, you know, we were – if I was very really friendly and I was shaking hands and stuff like that and, like, um, her very well. Okay. I don't um, – So she's coming up in your mind because there was something significant about her. And the card I pulled is courage. Be courageous. So – um, you didn't get her number. You didn't exchange numbers. You don't know how to reach her. But if that's this is how I see it. When you have someone that really sticks out in your mind, 
that can be spirit or God, you know, putting a blinking light over their head. You can't see it with the naked eye, but it's like you're drawn to her for whatever reason. It could be professionally. It could be romantically. It could be something, right? It's not an accident. So when those things happen, you need to be bold and literally ask for what you want. So what was it that you wish you had said that you didn't say? I was wishing if I asked her what what she did for a job and, like, this, like, was touring around the job and stuff like that, because there's certain types of jobs I'm interested in, like, as far as, like, military and law enforcement and construction, you know? Yeah, like FBI or one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Military jobs. So you that could be part of your life path. And so spirit will set up things like that, like chance, quote unquote, meetings with people. And you're supposed to ask for what you want. Hey, you know, I'm really thinking, what do you exactly do? Like, I'm really thinking of getting into that. You know, do you have any ideas for me? What would you suggest? That That's where you want to have those informational interviews. And you'll find that people are very willing to mentor you or help you, you know. But the fact that you're still remembering her very strongly, that you're wondering if you'll see her again, I don't know if you'll see her again. I'm getting a no on that. But that doesn't mean spirit doesn't have more tricks up its sleeve as far as helping you, setting up things for you so that you can have your dreams come true, right? But you've got yeah, to do your part, which is taking, taking the action and and having those conversations. And when, when, I was, when I saw her, was like eating, I don't remember when I exactly I saw her, but I remember I saw her. When, was I eating like at a at like a little bar thing, or was I like we, was I drawing because I do a lot of drawings and stuff like that of police officers and like military people and stuff like that. I was just wondering what I was doing at the time. I do not feel anything on that, so I don't know what you were doing at the time. So I'm not feeling whether you're drawing or eating. Um, but I do feel you had the opportunity to ask something and you didn't do it. Yeah. See, I so didn't know that be, she was. You want, to, you want to be really aware when you're feeling drawn to someone, when they're in your sphere, doesn't matter what it is to just go for. It could be just that she's going to give you advice about the next place to go through to the next place to go to, or even recommending a restaurant where you're going to meet someone else. Like that's how spirit works. It's like following a thread of coincidences or synchronicities. So the, okay. so the thing is just be open, have courage and follow your passion. That's what the angels have for you today. Tell you. Thank so thanks you. for calling in. Have a beautiful evening. You too. Thank you. So we have Patricia from Alabama. Are you there, Patricia? Yes. Hi, how are you? Hi. I can I'm hear you. Well, how are you? Well, I'm wonderful. I'm happy to be alive. Oh my god. Yes, I was gonna say that oh my god, just a beautiful, beautiful um story. Um, the weight loss. Uh and then to you know, finally come home from your retreat or your meditation, just you know, your your um weight loss journey to catch COVID and then have to go through that. So, um, And I forgot to say, one quick thing I forgot to say, I lost 15 more pounds when I had COVID. So I've lost oh, 35 wow. pounds, but I gained back five pounds. So, I've, so I have a grand total of 30 pounds, which is good. It was, you know, it wasn't that fun losing Very the other 15 good. pounds through COVID, but it's okay. Right. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. You, so, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, if I, if exactly. I if it, you know, <laughs> yeah. So beautiful story. I love that. So congratulations. Oh, um, thank you. Yes. You're so so what can I help you with tonight, Patricia? Oh, yeah. Um, so two initials, W is one, a gentleman, mm-hmm. and D as in dog. No, what do you feel around either one um, becoming um, a, a, a divine partner to me? Do, do you feel that? Um, the W I've known for a little over 10 years, and we've mostly, when we have been in contact, have done sort of like community activity type things. Mm-hmm. And wow. D as in dog, we have, um, um, we've had um, some closeness, uh, mm-hmm. but not in a relationship form. Mm-hmm. But he has well, reconnected. W, he's reconnected. He has. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Dog, and dog. We reconnected a couple of days ago after three years of not seeing each other. Ah. All right. Well, let's start with the W because that's I pulled some cards on him. So the first okay. card I got is spiritual understanding. I'm bringing you esoteric information, symbols helping you understand spiritual truth and compassion. So the work you guys are doing together, he is in your soul group. I feel W is in in terms of, you know, a soulmate may or may not be romantic, but definitely someone who is helping you to be the highest version of you, which you're already doing earth angel work, you know, and compassion says, you know, soften your heart uh, to all people involved, including yourself. So, what you're doing is compassionate. What you're doing is about spiritual truths and understanding of oneness, unity, consciousness, calm, common unity, community. Um, I do feel there's something with W that could grow. And it's kind of like I was telling to Khalil, it might take a little courage on your part to kind of get things to the next level. Or have you already tried dating with him? Or where are you at with that? <laughs> and I... <laughs> I'm just going to have to be honest with you. I mean, I guess this could, I could share this with you on a private call, but we're not on a private call, so I'm okay sharing it now. We were um, talking and, you know, uh, 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 because we always connect spiritually. But yesterday, Mm -hmm. the connection was so one and uh, energetic once he pulled me Mm -hmm. close to him to hug him. And uh, it was, um, it became energetic, um, sexually. I mean, it just yeah. went there so fast within me, and it just blew, yeah. blew my mind. So, wait a minute. Wait, hold up. Well, it feels you? like there's stuff but, for yeah. you to do with him, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I have a good feeling about him. I feel a good vibe. And if that feeling is, as you know, it doesn't come along every day. You don't have that kind of chemistry of energy, right, with everyone that you have. Right. There is something there, you know, whether it's long-term partner and all that, I don't know for sure. But right now he is someone to um, explore further with and go deeper with because you guys both have a lot of 
beautiful, you know, things to teach each other and to experience joy and pleasure and fun and, and companionship. I feel a good vibe. I don't think he's a player. I don't think he's, you know, a bad guy. I don't, I'm not clear he's your 100% life partner, but I do feel if that is there, that's not something to shake a stick at. You know, it's happening right. for a reason. And it doesn't mean put all the fantasy, like, oh, he's my only, you know, we don't need to do that. It's just being present right. each moment of what's there, you know. But I don't feel he's right. a player. I do feel he's genuine, and I feel he's a very good man. So, um, yeah. And regarding D, same thing. Um, he contacted you out of the blue. There's something to re-explore with him, too. So these things don't happen randomly, right? They're happening right. for a reason. He contacted you and you haven't talked in three years. Is that what you're saying? I contact, I actually contacted. I just called uh, the number um, and he didn't answer. Excuse me. And he yeah. contacted me the next day. And I thought, why did I call his number? I even told him in the text, I don't know why I'm calling you. And we ended mm-hmm. up um, getting together. Um, and, of course, it mm-hmm. was just equally spiritual. Um you know, um, mm-hmm. the connection and the, the, the company, very pleasing and comforting. And um, mm-hmm. so I thought, what is going on? I know that I have been, you know, I've put out to the universe, you know, that um, I, I'm looking for that divine partner. It's been about four years since I've been in a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And there's different reasons why I haven't been in one um um, mm-hmm. I, I got out. I got out of a, a bad relationship, and so I decided mm-hmm. to, to take time to heal. And then I um, started up the nursing program, but I had to come out last year of the nursing program because my daughter lost custody of her children. So then I started mm-hmm. that journey of taking care of the children. But thank God. The great news about that is she has done the work and she will be reuniting with her children next month. Um, wow. So, um, really, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's That's just wonderful news. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of things have been going on that needed more yeah. my attention. Then, and so I didn't have the time nor the focus for a relationship. Right. And now, you know, that is clearing up next month, and I'm thinking, well, maybe, you know, Source has decided to kind of put some options out there, and exactly, you know, and I get a feel. Yes, and you deserve it. Honestly, the card yeah. I got is victory. Your prayer, your prayers have been heard and answered. Have faith. So your prayer for a life partner yeah. has been heard and answered, and you just need to follow what is in your heart as far as if you feel a connection. Um, when you first start talking about D and that you connected the cards I got are life review, take inventory of your life, and resolve to change or heal anything that's imbalanced and clear your space. So it's sort of like if there's anything karmically from the past, if there's anything, it's coming up to just be totally either healed and or let go of or continued or, you know, it's just time to take an assessment. But it's no accident that you reconnected with D and just take it, you know, if it was just for that moment to know there's love there, there's love present, or if it's something mm-hmm. that you want to continue and look into, you know, there's no reason you need to make a decision right now. You can open up communication with both, right? Right. See where it goes. Yeah. See where the energy flows. You'll feel inspired. But I do yes. feel the victory card means 
your your heart's desire it's kind of like noah's ark you know when there's a flood and then the um the dove brings the olive branch to show that there is land somewhere it's like these guys god's saying look there are available men so you know what i mean like there are there trust yes <laughs> there's signs they, they, both of them might not be your number one mr right but it's getting you back in the zone of knowing you are worthy of love you're you know worthy of being seen heard and appreciated and in a loving relationship so you just be love moving forward and treat people like your beloved because they are and you know and that vibe of love will surround you and attract the exact right person so but you have to be on the playing field and not have these beliefs that it has to be mr right or looking for things wrong no it's just thank you god for bringing this man into my life with no attachment and then you'll see where it goes and you'll I'm so sorry for interrupting. I'm, I'm, because it's a word that you use. You use beloved, and that's what he calls me. And um, oh my gosh, beautiful! I got chills. I just got chills. Oh, that's, me. Yes, oh, that's me. quite a sign. I would say that's yeah. quite a sign. I'm getting huge chills on that one. Definitely call W. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and make a little invite okay. him over for dinner. Why not? You know. Okay, love. Have a wonderful evening. Nice to meet you, Patricia. Take care. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye. So we have Samora from Minnesota. Are you there, Samora? Yes, I am. How are you, Samora? I'm doing good. Hi. I I just feel like... I don't know. I just feel like I'm so I'm looking for a vehicle right now, and it just is really tough. So hmm. I just so you're looking for a new vehicle or used or what? Used. Okay. So when you say it's really tough, what is tough about it? You don't have any money. You're not getting financing. No. Why do you like, say it's tough? Uh, to like when I find one. Like, mm-hmm. then it's, like, sold or it's um, uh-huh. sketchy. <laughs> okay. So you're, like, looking, like, on, on websites and stuff, and it's, like, you finally find one. It's the one you're so excited about, and then it's, like, taken away. So you're kind of frustrated. Yeah. Okay. I understand completely. I've been in that situation. So when that happens, it means that prayer that you're asking, dear God, can I, you know, I want – this or something better. This is my dream car or something better, right? You're going to have that prayer. So when it doesn't, when it falls through, I always see it like misconnection is protection. So let's say that car is taken and it's a lemon or it has problems that you don't know about, or it's, it's God protecting you, not God hates you and doesn't want you to have your car (laughs) and (laughs) nothing ever works out. So you really want to get your faith back and, and patience. I understand it's frustrating. But trusting that that door closed for a reason, and there are many other choices. And I understand it takes a lot of patience, scrolling and blah, blah, blah. But here's what you want to do is when the energy is there and you feel inspired, not like I have to find a car because I really need one, but like I'm so excited to see if my new car is there today. Like it's a shift in your perception. And if you do not have the energy and inspiration feeling to look, do not look at that time. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. 
because you're you're going to have the inspiration and excitement when the timing is right for when that car is being listed and available and it's the right car for you if you're paying attention it's about mm-hmm. doing it with your intuition versus your mind worrying thinking you need to and you should you're doing it from oh this is the perfect time i just know my car is on there and if it's not on there today it'll be on there the next day or whatever it is you know um let's see Well, I do feel your car is definitely coming, and I do feel it's um, it's a divine order. Everything is how it needs to be right now. Look past the illusion and see the underlying order. Um, and I feel that within three weeks, you should have your car. That's what I feel. So can you be a little more patient? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I need it tomorrow. <laughs> I know it's a hassle, but three weeks goes by in the blink of an eye, and you really want to have a car you are thrilled with, that you love, that works well, is totally reliable. It's worth it to wait. So don't ever focus on the spilled milk, right? You want to focus on that there's a huge gallon of 20 gallons of milk on the table. You just haven't poured them yet. So just the glass is half full versus half empty. So you are loved. I mean, I, want, I, I know you've been interpreting it like it's not happening. It's so hard. God loves you. Your angels love you. They haven't abandoned you. They're helping set it up for you. The right car is coming soon. Okay. I hope that helps. Okay, big hugs. Don't worry. Your car is coming. Thank you. You're welcome. So we have Sandra from Georgia. Are you there, Sandra? I am. Thank you so much for taking the call. You're welcome. Um, How are you? My, um, I'm okay. I am okay. Um, I am yeah. scheduled to move this Friday, and right now I am in need of a real financial breakthrough. Um, just mm. struggling financially right now. So, just wondering, do you mm-hmm. see any increase in finances coming so that my move and everything else will work out perfectly? I feel if you are. Um, okay, here's what the shift has to be. I understand you're, okay. you're trying to be independent. You want to be independent. You don't want to ask for charity, quote, unquote, or handouts or beg people or pressure people or anything like that. But when you get how worthy you are of being supported and you get your own worth mm-hmm. so strong, you are going mm-hmm. to have no problem asking with confidence for a little help, and you are going to be able to pay back later if you want, or even gifts. Let's, uh, let's actually go higher and ask for gifts from people to help you. I feel you do have a lot of family and community that would love to support you, but it's not really in your nature to be like, can you please help me all the time, right? You like to do it by yourself. Right, 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 right. So, all right, so the first thing I want to do is do the card I got is breathe. Take several Mm -hmm, deep breaths and exhale slowly. So to release old patterns, we want to release the patterns of fear and financial stress that have been in your body And it's not just yours. It's like a lineage thing. So you've inherited this kind of way of being, a constriction toward money. And you want to understand that you are divine and God is abundant. You know, the grass is always growing. The apple trees are always appling. It's an infinite abundant universe. And God has infinite possibilities and infinite money for you. And you are, you know, is it possible to remember your divine nature and feel unworthy of receiving? No, Mm. you can't remember you're a precious divine child of God 
and still feel that you're not going to get your needs met and you're not worthy. Of course you're worthy. You're a princess. You're you're the daughter of father, mother, king, queen of heaven, right? So this unworthiness belief is not the truth. It's a lie. That's why it feels so bad in your body. So you want to right now, Archangel Raphael is here, and he's the healing angel, Archangel of healing, emerald green energy. He wants to help release this lack of consciousness and feeling of unworthiness mm. and not deserving to be supported and not deserving to be helped out of every cell of your body right now. So breathe in beautiful wow. white light from heaven and breathe out lack, fear, stress, and constricted feelings around money. It is your birthright to be supported and have money. This is absolutely mm. where you're headed is a new life of feeling fully supported in every moment. You're letting go of those beliefs that life is hard, you have to struggle, it's impossible, it's challenging, it's too challenging, um, you're a burden, you don't want to put people out. Mm. All these beliefs have to do with not feeling worthy. Do you understand how precious and beautiful you are, Sandra? And what a gift you are to so many people and how you've been so generous. All of your energy that you've put out of generosity, time, treasure, talent is stored in your energetic bank account in heaven. Okay, it's time to get some oh. of that, allow it back in. <laughs> Great. Because giving and receiving is a circle. You deserve to receive. You deserve to be, uh, you deserve to feel supportive. And then gentleness. It's sort of like counterintuitive because it's like, well, I have to move and I've got to do all these things and I've got to make it happen and it's going to be hard and stressful once I don't have the money. This is what your angels want you to do right now because your inner child is kind of panicking, like how is it going to happen? What if it, yes. you know, the shoe drops on the other foot or whatever and I'm not supported and what's going to happen? I'm going to be screwed. This is the time yes. when you pick up that little inner child inside you, that little Sandra. It says be very gentle with yourself at this time. Surround yourself with gentle people, situations, and environments. So you're going to do it not how other people move, which is like, ah, packing, and oh, my God, what if this? You're going to be (laughs) gentle each step of the way. You can do the same actions just very gently. And you can hold your little inner Sandra and just hold her and say, everything's going to turn out. God loves us. We're totally supported. And then, God, when the time is right and you have all that energy, you're going to feel, you know, to make a call to someone and be like, here's where I'm at. I would love some support. You know, I'm able to pay you back. Or if you want to give a gift, I'm I'm so grateful and not feel bad about it. You know, I feel there are people who would absolutely help you. And there is all, there are also the possibilities for miracles of a windfall falling out of the sky. It truly happens every day. Be open. I know you're supported and this is going to turn out. This move is going to be great. And you're going to have more money in your life. So just letting go of that that fear of not feeling worthy and supported is the key. So I hope that helps. Um, And this has been International Angels Network. I will be back the first Monday of next month. I wish you guys all a beautiful month. Stay out of the fear and stay out of the monkey mind mental and stay in your heart. Thank you so much for listening. 